Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie East and this is the Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, September the 16th, and it's Step Family Day. And a big happy birthday to David Copperfield, Nick Jonas, Amy Poehler, and Jennifer Tilly. It's been almost 18 months since Boris Johnson shuffled his cabinet and Wednesday afternoon saw a pretty major shake-up as things returned to politics as normal. The biggest losers on the day were Education Secretary Gavin Williamson, who was sacked, and Dominic out of office Raab, who lost his prime position as Foreign Secretary but managed to shuffle across to the Justice Department, becoming Lord Chancellor and picking up the official title of Deputy Prime Minister. Boris said his aim is to unite as a team, level up the country and build back better. That meant no change for Chancellor Rishi Sunak, Home Secretary Priti Patel or New Health Secretary Sajid Javid. It did mean a new job for Liz Truss as Foreign Secretary and former Minister David Gork says that puts her in a strong position for the job of future Prime Minister. I, I think she would be a contender, so if um, the Prime Minister were to fall under a bus, uh, I think uh, I think Liz Truss would, would want to be... Uh, a contender there, and she is very popular with the Conservative grassroots. Nadine Sahawi was promoted to Education Secretary, while Housing Secretary Robert Jenrick was fired to be replaced by Mr Fixit Michael Gove. Nadine Doris moves to Culture Secretary, while Oliver Dowden becomes co-chairman of the Conservative Party. Conservative MP Sir Bob Neill was particularly annoyed to see Lord Chancellor Robert Buckland get the heave-ho, however. This is unfortunately just a case of collateral damage. There is no good reason, uh, other than that apparently he seems to have needed to make some space. There were 30,597 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and 201 additional deaths. Health Secretary Sajid Javid, who kept his job, was on BBC Breakfast to explain what will trigger Plan B in the government's new winter plan. We don't want to get to a position ever again where there's unsustainable pressure on the NHS so it's not able to to see people. That is, in my mind, that is the the number one issue. The World Health Organization's special envoy for COVID-19, David Nabarro, says he likes the government's two-stage plan and thinks it's the right approach for this stage in the pandemic. I think this emphasis on people learning to live with the virus is, is also the right one. I'm rather pleased to see that the government is looking at the different data signals that will be used to perhaps move us from one state into another. The following story contains disturbing accounts of child sexual abuse and may be upsetting for some listeners. The US Senate held hearings on Wednesday into historical abuse allegations concerning Larry Nassar, the former team doctor for the US women's gymnastics team. He's serving multiple decades-long prison sentences for child abuse and molestation, but the FBI failed to investigate the allegations properly, and that led to at least 40 more women and girls being assaulted. Gold medal gymnast Simone Biles testified and found it difficult to express the pain she'd endured. To be clear... Sorry. Take your time. To be clear, I blame Larry Nassar... And I also blame 
an entire system that enabled and perpetrated his abuse. Her teammate Michaela Maroney said she couldn't understand why the FBI failed to act. This was very clear cookie cutter pedophilia and abuse. And this is important because I told the FBI all of this and they chose to falsify my report and to not only minimize my abuse, but silence me yet again. Late on Wednesday night, Boris was joined on Zoom in the Big Blue briefing room by Joe Biden and Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison to announce a brand new defensive alliance between the three countries, which is intended to counter China's growing power and influence in the Pacific. It's to be known as AUKUS. Yeah, AUKUS. Hmm. And Boris got straight to work with a slightly AUKUS moment as he described how the UK and the US will assist Australia in strengthening its defensive capabilities. The first task of this partnership will be to help Australia acquire a fleet of nuclear-powered submarines, emphasising, of course, that powered by nuclear reactors, not armed with nuclear weapons. Still to come on the Smart 7, Spider-Man intrigued with Andrew Garfield and imagine a world without men. Right after this... You're listening to the Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the Smart 7 Island Edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Match day two of the season's Champions League saw Liverpool take on old rivals AC Milan, while Man City faced the always energetic RB Leipzig. Both games were high-scoring affairs with Man City winning 6-3 and for Jack Grealish, who made his Champions League debut for Man City, it was a wonderful evening with a goal and an assist to his name. You know, as soon as the game kicked off, I just thought to myself, you know, in my head, oh, I've actually played in the Champions League now. Uh, you know, and before with the with the music and everything, you know, it was so nice. Uh, um, and yeah, obviously the game, you know, it just topped it all off. Jurgen Klopp equally enjoyed Liverpool's 3-2 win. Yeah, was spectacular again European United Anfield I love it Spider-Man No Way Home hits cinemas just before Christmas. Well, it is the perfect time for a man in a red suit. Hey, what? Sorry. It's Tom Holland's third outing as Spidey, not counting his Avengers appearances, but there has been huge speculation about the plot of the film and the possibility that influenced by the Spider-Man multiverse concept, there could be more than one Spider-Man in this year's blockbuster. Former Spider-Man Andrew Garfield was on with Jimmy Fallon and he really struggled with the question about whether or not he might make an appearance. There's a photo going around uh, on the internet of you and Tobey Maguire on the set of Spider-Man. Wow, I'm that... not sure about that. We are pretty sure about it, so you're going to be here in the new Spider-Man No Way Home. Congratulations. Wait, what? Yes! I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, imagine a world without men. Well, almost without men. In fact, there's only one. Why the Last Man is a new post-apocalyptic TV series which comes to Disney Plus next week and it's set in a world where all the men have died off, leaving women in charge. And it's not going particularly well. Madam President, power plants will start to shut down. Which, which city? All of them. Somewhere is the answer to how this all happened and how we fix it. They are hungry. This has been the Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Have a great day. Written, produced, and published by Daft Doris. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 